0: The privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. I'm Adrienne McDonald, and welcome to the Mindset Strategist podcast. Hello, and welcome to the first episode. Today, I want to get into some fundamentals. We're going to talk about how our mind develops, levels of awareness, and the universal laws. But first, let's talk about what my definition of mindset is. I spent over 20 years in tech And so I think of mindset like our operating system. I believe that there is a physiological, psychological, and energetic component that makes up your mindset. I also believe it's our most valuable strategic asset, hence the name of this podcast. I also think of the universal laws as our programming language. So let's get into how our mind develops. Up until the age of six or seven, our minds are like little sponges. We soak up everything around us, accepting it as truth in our subconscious minds. There's no filter. And this becomes the baseline for how we perceive the world into adulthood. In our age around seven, we start developing a conscious mind. However, studies show as much as 90% of our behavior in adulthood is rooted in the subconscious mind. We're on automatic. This is where your polarized belief systems are built and then reinforced. This is the reason why we have to heal the stories of resentment, shame, and guilt. And what do all of those have in common? Half-truths. Your subconscious mind is always trying to get your conscious mind to agree. And you can see this in your pattern behavior. If you want different results, you're going to have to change those patterns. And In order to see the whole, we have to become whole. Now, there's a saying in personal development, the universe meets you where you are. And there's also another one, start where you are. Well, how do you know where you are? The seven layers of awareness, I think, is a good reference point. Understanding these levels and the power of trust and choice is foundational what is the experience you want to create with your life? Because you can choose it. What are you here to experience? So let's go into the levels of awareness. The first one is primal. This is your fight, flight, freeze, or in some cases, disassociate level. Our subconscious is fully in charge. And at the core, this is a react versus a respond level. This is survival mode. This is What is the safest thing that you can do in that moment? This is the instinctual part of ourselves, the oldest part of our brain. The next level is mass consciousness. Now, let me be clear. This is not mass formation. That's something entirely different. This is mass consciousness. This is when we start to interact and build relationships with family, social groups, the follow the crowd, the conforming. This is the decide by default mode, follow the follower. People are lulled into the safety is in numbers, and there has been times where that's actually very accurate. Everything surrounds the safety at this level. Now, everyone has a core fear. Most people's core Fear is rooted in abandonment. And humans have a very, very strong desire to belong and be accepted. This is why this level is so attractive. Now, there's value in community, don't get me wrong. However, on the other side of this, this is where victim mentality thrives. This is where scarcity mindset thrives. Moving along, up the ladder, so to speak, is aspiration. Aspiration. This is where you start to have a desire to be something, do something outside of your current circumstances. You start dreaming. What is it that I want to do? This can feel very alone at this point. You're sort of having a lot of secret thoughts. This is where choice, though, really starts to shine. Unfortunately, this is where a lot of people get stuck because what will people think? And you start feeling those little voices in your head telling you to go back to the masses because it'll be safer. Again, mass consciousness is all about safety. Primal, all about safety. And the sad truth is most people will never get past this level. They won't give themselves permission to get past this level. The next level is individual. This is where you start looking at your belief systems your values, your desires, your environment. This can be even more uncomfortable. If you don't understand what your triggers are, what your hooks are, then you can't address them though. This is where the vision starts to form of the life you want to have or the business you want to create. Think about what you do most naturally. This is where you start to experiment with expression. This is when you start stepping outside of your comfort zone, exploring. You may start to seek out a mentor, a coach, other like-minded people. And I would say at this stage, it's crystal critical to pay attention to your circle. Pay careful attention to who you share your vision with. Think about what and who you are tolerating because of a need to be liked, then we move on to discipline, the next level. The only thing that changes changes belief systems is experience. Now that can come two ways. Either sudden impact event. However, most often it comes through repetitive experiences. The only way you're going to get that experience is discipline. You must commit to being a student of whatever your vision is calling for, and take action every day. This is where you move from, I must, instead of, I would like to. What are you doing in your free time? You'll find out how disciplined you are by looking at where you spend your time and where you spend your money. And this really never goes away in all of the levels. This is a continuous loop. The next level is experience. This is where you start to get momentum. Because of your consistent action of discipline, your life is starting to shift. You're seeing more of the results you want. The voices of doubt, worry, and fear start to quiet down a little bit. I say a little bit because they never quite go away. That's why discipline is critical. You can slow down your thinking and course correct faster at this level. You're starting to identify your triggers more readily and starting to manage them in real time. And then we get to the level of mastery. At this point, you are consistently responding versus reacting. You're not controlled by your habits that aren't serving you. You know how to slow down your thinking you're feeling more connected to the collective. That which you immerse yourself in, you will master. And mastery is the acceptance and a commitment to continuous growth, is a lifelong endeavor. There is no endpoint. There is no end game, so to speak. And I'd like to tell you this is a linear process, but it's not. Developing consciousness takes work, and you could have an event trigger you, and you never know what circumstances that reminds you of your past is going to come up and challenge you, and before you know it, your subconscious mind takes over, taking you back down to the lower levels, or in other words, reacting, not responding. Onward to the universal laws. All of these laws have subsidiary laws, and we'll touch on those in the future, but let's talk just about the seven main ones right now. The first one up is the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. Everything is energy. Everything. This is a substance of the universe. Energy is in a constant state of transmission and transmutation. Energy can neither be created nor destroyed. All day, every day, universal energy is being expressed to us and through us. We are always creating. And that's what I want you to remember about this. Everything is energy and we are always creating. Now, you could be creating something you want or you could be creating something you don't want. But you're still creating. The next one is the law of vibration. The law of vibration states that everything moves or vibrates, nothing rests. Everything is created in a constant state of energetic motion. So everything has its own frequency. Rumi said, what you are seeking is also seeking you. I think a lot of people try to explain this as law of attraction, but you really aren't attracting as much as you're in resonance with something. So there's a quote from Wallace Waddles about giving the impression of increase that I like to focus on when in terms of thinking about frequency that I want to stay in. Do everything you do with the firm conviction that you are an advancing personality and that you are advancing everything. Now, you cannot convey the impression of increase if you're in doubt and don't trust yourself. These are the reasons why we work on raising that level of consciousness up to mastery. Next up is law of polarity. It states everything in the universe has an equal opposite, two sides of a coin, up and down. Everything in the universe is created whole. What I feel is important to grasp in this law is a return to centered awareness. In fact, that is one of the subsidiary laws, law of centered awareness. This is the law that made the most sense to me and the way i've looked at it is if i've had a problem there must be a solution however if all your if if, all, if you're just focused on the problem then you're coming from a polarized place and you won't see the solution anything that's a consistent problem in your life you're subconsciously committing to you have a strong attachment to it. You have a strong belief around it. In order to change that, you have to bring yourself back to centered awareness so that you can see the solution. Emerson called the law and effect the law of laws. Every action produces a reaction. This helps us make sense of the world. Every effect must have a cause, and that cause must have an effect. We have this never-ending cycle of cause and effect. It's perpetual. Am I willing? Am I able? Take responsibility for everything. How am I causing this? What do I need to be, do, or have to change it? And remember, you can't receive something that you don't expect on a subconscious level. You're working against yourself. What is your self-esteem level? Is it matching the frequency of what you're looking for in the circumstances or results? Do you believe that you deserve the best or do you believe that you deserve mediocrity? I had a real strong (laughs) reaction to this one when I started looking at this because there was a lot of results in my life that I didn't like. And it really expanded my my view on taking personal responsibility. At one point, I just kept going over the loop of I needed to pay penance. I believed that I needed to be punished, and I wasn't even clear about what I needed to be punished for. It, it, I was like that since I was a kid. And that just shows you the pervasiveness of the subconscious mind. But once I started doing the deeper work, the possibilities started showing up. I worked myself out of that. I don't feel like I need to pay penance all the time anymore. Then we're moving on to Law of Rhythm. The Law of Rhythm states that everything has a natural cycle. Almost every organism on Earth has a circadian rhythm. Actually, studying your circadian rhythm may give you immense insight into your health. The effect of of light and darkness on our human bodies is incredibly fascinating and also helped me cure my insomnia. So, sunrise, sunset, winter, spring, summer, fall, moon cycles, sales cycles, everything has a rhythm. This is the ebb and flow of life. You can see this everywhere in nature if you look. The next one is the law of relativity. And this law, we find that everything is relative including all the laws. All the laws are related to each other. They correspond with each other. They work with each other. They've got to be in harmony, in agreement with each other. Everything is neutral. Humans are the ones that attach the meaning to things. So remember, our minds are like little file cabinets. What we don't have experience with, we will search really, really hard for comparison. The reason why we do that is the main function of our memory is to, quite frankly, keep us alive. It's looking for something to compare it to so it can identify if the situation or circumstance is a threat to our well-being. So what's interesting about this is if it's not quite clear, your subconscious mind can bury yourself in negative evidence that's not even actually true. This is the reason why we have to train our minds to bring us back to centered awareness so that we can assess the situation accurately. And this has been very interesting for me because I have looked in the past of taking a situation and what meaning I have attached to it, and I was completely off base. I have read into a situation some really, really negative stuff that was completely not true. And I look back and go, "What? what made me think that? Well, when you start unpacking that, it's that subconscious belief systems and also that pattern behavior. So what meaning are you attaching to some of the circumstances you're dealing with right now? The next step is the law of gender. The law of gender states that everything in nature is made up of masculine and feminine energies. This is less about biological sex. This is all about the energetics. Everything has a gestation or incubation period before it manifests. And how long will it take? Well, a lot of that depends on who you are being in the moment and how much you want to struggle and you're probably thinking, well, no, I don't want to struggle. Subconsciously, we like to make things hard for ourselves. We do that by resisting. And so a lot of times you need to ask yourself, what am I resisting? What am I resisting being, doing, or having? Why am I making this so hard? What would make it easier? How would that be? What would that look like? I hope you found this short overview insightful. And as we continue to delve deeper into the laws and topics, find a way not to just take in the knowledge, but also work to integrate it into your life. And that's where the magic really starts. Thanks for listening and find beauty every day. Thanks for listening to the Mindset Strategist podcast. If you'd like more information, check out my website at www.adrianmcdonald.com.